Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Leslie Duggar. She is a running coach who develops a safe and effective personalized running programs for all athletes to help them achieve their goals. Leslie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Amy. It's great to be here. I'm excited to talk about running. Yeah. (laughs) I grew up in in such a a family that everybody ran. So I love it. So can you share your journey with us and how you became a running coach? Yeah, sure. Um, So Part of it started out, uh, I got into running a little bit more regularly, I would say about eight years ago, uh, and you know, did my first marathon in 2014 and you know, kind of just got obsessed with it um, and with the people I met and the things I was able to keep doing. And then over time, I realized that I had a lot of knowledge and information that I'd picked up along my journey. And my friends started asking me for information. And I was like, well, if my friends are asking me, I'm sure there's other people out there, right, who need help and want to know more about le- running and learning about you know, things they should do, things they shouldn't do. And so it was just kind of an ongoing process of reading up on different, you know, mental tips and tricks and actual like reading books by, you know, well-known runners and coaches and things like that. Um, and then eventually getting my Roadrunners uh, certification. Uh, so I have a level one Roadrunners Coaches of America certification. Um, and then just kind of evolved from there. Um, and so starting out, you know, of course with friends and then, you know, moving on to people who didn't necessarily know me as well. So, so let's talk yeah. about, uh, the benefits of running. What are the benefits of running? I mean, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of them. Um, of course, you know, the one people probably think of is it's just, it's a good way to keep your body moving, right? It's fitness. It's easy. Generally speaking, all you need really is like a pair of shoes uh, and some clothes and you go out the door, right? So it's not a complicated exercise to get involved in. Um, And, you know, you can build up your endurance, you can increase your cardio strength. And, you know, also there's the mental benefits behind running. So every time that you take, you know, you go two steps further than you did the last time, you kind of feel proud of yourself. Um, and so you get both benefits, both physical and mental benefits from them. So let's talk a little bit about shin splints and side aches. So yeah. those are something that, um, I've always remembered that I've suffered from at some yeah. point or another. So how do you avoid those? Yeah. So with side aches, it's one of those things where it's usually related to your breathing and how you're breathing. And I hope I can explain this verbally well enough, but the idea is that frequently when you get that, it's because you're always breathing in at the same time that you're like stepping down on the ground. So you're like adding extra force to your diaphragm and it's like making you kind of cramp up on the side. And so what I tend to tell people is to think about uh, breathing on an odd count. So for example, you take three breaths in and you breathe four breaths out and that way each on each step. So each step you take, you're doing a breath count And that way you're alternating which foot you're landing on so that you're not always putting pressure on that same side to give you the side stitch. It's also a little bit about like going too fast frequently, but you know, that's a a problem for another day. Yeah. And then shin splints, uh, the bane of so many runners. Um, I find for me, a lot of it has to do with my shoes um, and, you know, not overdoing the running. So not doing too much at one time. 
and also, you know, when your shoes start to wear down, your body starts to ache in different places. And so one of those things that you can check first, uh, of course, is, you know, see if maybe new shoes help out. Uh, and then of course, if it continues to hurt, consult with your local PT uh, to see, you know, what's maybe going on. Cause they usually, they can help you out if it's a continual problem that shoes can't fix. So if you are new at running, what are some tips to, um, for motivation and getting started? One of the main things is that not biting off more than you can chew. So uh, starting out like any goal really is like the, okay, I want to start running uh, this week. I'm going to run once this week and that's it. Right. And you set that goal to like, I ran once this week. Great. And maybe you do that for a little bit. And then, you know, starting out doing two days a week, something like that, um, opposed to saying, okay, I'm going to start running. So now I'm going to run five days a week and I'm going to do all this. And then it just gets to be way too much. And then you get exhausted and then you crash and then you're like, I can't do this. Um, so starting off slow, uh, taking on, you know, tiny goals, um, you know, if, even if it's as much as maybe you can't even run yet. And so you're alternating a walk run, uh, either on time or distance, whatever that might be and going from there. So just taking it easy as for motivation, you have to remember why it was you started. So when you're like, I want to start running, well, think about, well, why, like, what's the goal? Is it because, you know, maybe you need it for your health, right? For your physical health. You've been talking to your doctor. Your doctor's like, you need to, you know, get a little bit healthier, increase your cardio, or maybe you've got an event coming up. And so you're trying to lose a little weight or whatever, or maybe you're just like, no, I think I just want to start running because they seem like cool people. Cause to be honest, runners are pretty cool people. So, you know, come join us. <laughs> You'll have fun. Um, but remembering your why is so important for motivation. So how do you train for a marathon? Is there a specific process that you like to walk people through? Well, it is a long process. It is not something uh, that you can just say, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon in a month. Most of the time people start training four to five months out before their event. Uh, and depending on where somebody is when they start kind of determines the process and the load and how much they'll run each week how often they'll run each week depends on like what kind of job they have. Um, and so it's just taking all of those things into consideration and, but it is a long-term commitment. And the best thing about the marathon is that the race itself is actually a celebration of your training. Like that's actually the easy part. It's the final 26.2 miles over four or five months. You've probably run between 300 and 600 miles, depending on the person. So like 26 is, is nothing at that. And, but it's really just that, slow and steady moving um, through the phases to build up how much you can run so that you can make it through the end of a marathon. So how fast should someone be running when they're training? Not fast at all. It is everything should be slow, slow, slower than you think. Uh, that is always the goal. Um, I do some friends that I run with one of the groups I run with, they have a group that's, you know, it's the they, it's the back of the pack, but they call it sexy pace. And I'm like, yes, that is absolutely it. You're going as slow as you like need to. And that's a okay because you don't need to go fast often. Um, one of the, the big training philosophies out there, it's like an 80, 20. So 80% of the work you're doing should be slow and easy and not hard on your body. And up to 20% could be like some speed work or something like that. Cause if you're doing more than that, then you're just setting yourself up for injury or, you know, just fatiguing faster and not being able to succeed. So 
yeah, as slow as possible. I like that. So what are some of your client success stories? Yeah. So I'm actually really, so yesterday was the New York City Marathon. So we're uh, talking at the beginning of November right now. And I am just so thrilled. Um, it's the best marathon, I think, personally, a little biased maybe, but um, the city just comes alive. And um, one of my athletes yesterday, it was her first marathon doing New York. And the goal was to finish, right? Because if it's your first marathon, that's it. Like you, maybe if you've run a lot before, then okay, yeah, probably you can set time goals. But you know, if this is your first real attack at like 26.2 miles, then the goal should always be first goal is to finish. Um, and it was just amazing to be out there uh, watching her, you know, I saw her like, I think we're at mile 18, 19, somewhere around there. And she goes, I'm going to do it. And I was like, yes, yes, you are. And it was just so nice because she had a little bit of a rough training cycle. Um, some, you know, an old knee injury popped back up towards the end. And she was worried she wasn't going to be able to finish. And I was like, if we can get you to the start line, then we can probably get you to the finish line. So let's just, you know, take it easy and we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm just so proud of her for just finishing yesterday. Um, and we're close, you know, we'd kind of guessed it'll probably be around five hours and she finished a little over five hours. So, you know, it was a, it was a good guess. Uh, so for, for everything, but it was just great to know that she was happy. It was so funny. She was just joyful while she was running. And I was like, yes, this is what I want, like from everybody. So what do you think has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? Uh, it actually kind of goes back to what I was just saying about like just seeing her being so joyful while she was running is like finding that, you know, energy and happiness in running. And I find that also like in my coaching too, right? So when I get yeah. the chance to help other people succeed, I am, I'm just over the moon. Like I'm going to be on like, I'm, I didn't even run yesterday and I'm on a runner's high and I probably will be for the next week, you know? Uh, and it's just that great feeling. Uh, and that's, that's really it. Just that happiness and joy that running brings us not only like as an in individuals, but when the community comes together, it's just, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah. I think I mentioned this to you uh, prior to our podcast. I love when at, at about the two mile mark, yeah. when you hit that, that just that state of being, you know, right. like, and, and you, you're hanging out and it's, I, I suppose it's, to, to a degree that you've got all the endorphins that have kicked in at that point, but yes. you just feel so amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Just those, those, like you just hit your flow state and you know, that's something you can find across many different disciplines of life, but it's, I mean, I'm a fan of it when it comes to running. So yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know that you can actually hit that. Right. Know? Yeah. There's the, the, the struggle, right? You got to get through the struggle first before you finally hit that, that runner's high. Yeah. Know, and you hit those moments. Yeah, exactly. So if you're able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? From a running perspective? Like, I feel like I kind of did okay. Maybe set more reasonable goals for myself now that I know more about what I know. Right. So again, not taking on more than I can chew at the beginning. Um, and kind of the same from a, actually from the coaching perspective as well, right? Like, so building up gradually and just like making, making it reasonable and not trying to do too much, you know, uh, not similarly. It's like, okay, I'm going to start with like a few clients and then I can build some more people opposed to trying unsuccessfully to coach multiple people at one time. And then, you know, uh, having to renegotiate later. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of like running. Don't, don't bite off more than you can chew. Start yeah. small and then grow from there. So yeah, it definitely is a balancing act on many yeah. fronts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. 
So if there's someone that is listening and they're like, oh, you know, I would really love to run a marathon or even kind of get, start to get good at running and they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram uh, at renovate underscore coaching uh, or on Facebook. I think it's just renovate. And then also I have a website, it's renovate.com and renovate is R-U-N-O-V-A-T-E, like motivate, but for running. So yeah. Perfect. And I'll put all those links down below. And uh, Leslie, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing some expertise. I know that uh, fitness is a big thing right now, especially because um, of the pandemic and finding ways to exercise and running is just one of those things like you can go outside. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You can go outside. You can do it almost anywhere, any season, uh, just requires some different gear depending on the season. So yeah, all the time. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything. Of course. Thank you so much, Amy. It's great yeah. to be with you. And if you're listening, you want more information about our podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone and have a good day.